This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome everybody to Cut the Crap with Beth and Matt. Cut the Crap is the world's number one no bullshit health and fitness podcast. Hey there, and welcome to another episode. This week we are answering your questions from Instagram. We discuss calorie deficits and intuitive eating, whether or not you should take creatine, perimenopause, and more. Let's get right into it. So do you want to get into some of the questions that we've got then? So we put up the, yeah. in- the Instagram Let's questions do it. I on feel, story. I feel like I threatened my, uh, my father. <laughs> uh, when I first posted the Q and A, I I gotten like barely any questions, maybe two. Yeah, yeah. And it was like already like three to four hours in, and I'm like, okay, you guys. When I put, I don't know about you, when I put a regular Q and A box, it's hard to answer all of them. And, and yeah, me too. Yeah. And so I'm like, why aren't you guys putting any questions when I can actually maybe answer them for you on a podcast? And go as another, long as you want and give as much context and detail. Yeah, without this, like too. one little screenshot, freaking word and 10 second cutoff. Yeah, not 10 seconds. I hate how the Instagram stories. Why do they do that? That drives me yeah. nuts. Yeah. Um, sure. So then they started rolling in. Got it. Good. Well, hopefully that means they're going to listen then. Um, I know they're not going to get the instant answers that we can provide on our stories, but we're going to give much better answers because we can take time yeah. to elaborate. So perfect. Yeah. Well, I'll take honors of the first one because I think this is a really Let's good segue um, way to get started. So uh, Vir- Virginia Strom asked a really great question. She said, how did you and Beth meet? What made you decide to collaborate? Oh, cool Which, question. It is a cool question. So um, so how do we meet? We met on tech- TikTok, right? We met um, on TikTok like over, probably over a year ago. I, right? I would I'm say very, like- very early on Are in you- our... In the 2020. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, I was still in my old play in my old place. So that yeah. was um, September of last year. So it's yeah. been at least over a year. So, yeah. Um, and I think we just like uh, TikTok is a great place to be, have like community. And I yeah. think it's important to really can like meet people that are like-minded. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we just maybe commented on each other's stuff. We started following each other and then, yeah. um, we would get tagged in the same videos <laughs> all the yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it started out with us doing a weekly live, which I don't even know how that came about either. I think because you know what it was, I, um, first of all, like you said, everybody was tagging us in each other's uh, or in our videos and other videos, bullshit videos that they wanted us to cover. So they our, our followers and thing and friends, they kind of made this happen. But yeah. I think the reason why the live streams that um, started in the first place was because you and I were always just sending screenshots of our ridiculous fucking comments that we were receiving together or, or like the troll comments and or our, right. our clapbacks talking shit back to people. And we yeah. just got a good kick out of that. So we just started chatting more and chatting more. And then we did that one video. Do you remember that co- the keto uh, Connie or the carnivore Connie? Yes, video that yes, yes. That's, oh my God, that's right. So we, we, that was, oh, I, I, should, that was I should repost that actually. Yes, great idea. I'm going to do that today. I'm going to okay. do that today. 
Cool. I'll do that Heck in a couple yeah. of days then too. Awesome. Myself. Um, so the key, the carnivore uh, County was like our first, I think, actual collaboration where we, just, yeah. we did those, that video together. And then we were like, this is a lot of fun. People loved it. So we did our weekly lives on TikTok there and like, we should do a fucking podcast. Here we are. Yeah, I know. Pretty <laughs> exciting stuff. Now it's really cool too, um, to elaborate on that question a little bit more than too, is we haven't officially met yet in person, but we're right. planning on it. Right. So next, yep. next, uh, August, I believe, um, yeah. you're, you're planning that the hiking trip for us all. So that's going to yep. be pretty cool. That's going to be super really fun. Looking forward to and that. like you said, I think we should, we should video, uh, yeah. The only thing is it's not work. There won't be any, like it, you're in the freaking like really high up above, above tree level. So yeah. A drone. We won't, have, we won't have internet or it. So we'll have to do it. But I did record a TikTok when I did because it. You don't so need I, internet access to record the video. Right. You, I was just recording each thing so we could do that and like yep. save it. Um, mm-hmm. And then that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. But that would be really cool to have like a videographer up there with some. I agree. Like, I agree. Like Enrico with a drone. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That would be really cool to have a drone uh, right? over coverage. Oh my God. Yeah. Yep. So that's kind of our story and in, in, uh, of how we met. And now we lived happily ever after in podcasting land. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So do you have a question for us? Oh, yeah. Let's see. Um, okay. Kickboxing Kim. Oh, I like, I like that, that name. name. <laughs> great, apps to, great apps to use to help with successful tracking of exercise, food, weight, etc. Okay, I like this because okay. there are separate apps for all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I actually don't know. Do you know of any app where you can track your exercise? Because I think there, I'm sure there is where you can track like um, your sets and reps and like weights each week. Do you know of any? Yeah, I know of a couple. I think bodybuilding.com actually has one, but that's mm-hmm. what that's that's by you have to use their exercises that are in there, but that might be more helpful to somebody, the person that was asking that question anyway. Kickboxing yeah. Kim, was it? Um, but then there's also this other app that I, I used very early on, when I, like 2013, when I first started working out. Um, it's called uh, Jeffit, like J E F I T. I can't remember. Okay. So that shit allows you to track your, your workouts and things like that. But me personally, I'm old fashioned. I just, it's in my logbook that I keep. See, that's me. I have an old, like one of these um, composition books. Yeah. I, I must have like a million of them. And this is like 2019 workouts right here. I love that. All that. Like, that's a very I'm good really, way that you can measure your progress too. Look and look back. I love just like handwriting we're talking about. it and, you know, and I don't your, know, your I, observations so cool. and things like that. Right. Yeah. Like, and this, this mm-hmm. that was really fucking hard for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, for food, I like my fitness pal or lose yeah. it. It's really chronometer. Um, I guess it's all like really individual. And then for weight, happy scale, I find to be really good. See, I've never personally used that one, but I hear good things. And I, I and yeah. So, yeah, I want to touch on the my fitness pal thing too. I agree with you entirely on that. But I also just want to throw out the caution for people to not get how many calories they need from yeah. my fitness pal because that will yeah. that will uh greatly um, give you under underestimate your caloric needs. It's going to give you too much right. of a deficit. Um, probably if you're a female, you'll probably get about 12 or 1300 calories. My fitness yeah. pal is notorious for that. So don't use that to calculate your calories, but just to track yeah. your food perfectly. Where great. should they, where should they figure out to calculate their calories? Um, I personally, um, prefer the IIFYM, uh, dot com calorie, uh, macro calculator. Um, mm-hmm. that means that's if it fits your macros for anybody listening. Um, 
you don't have to track the macros that they give you, but you can track the, the protein and the calories. Or I'm kind of biased here too. I also have a calorie calculator that people can download from me. Um, if you can just go to my Instagram or TikTok and click the link in my bio and they can download it there. Um, yeah. I think you have one too, don't you? I have one on my website too. Yeah. There you go. So there's our three, yeah. our three preferred <laughs> options. And they're all really the same. Um, yeah. You're going to see the, the numbers might be slightly off, but I think yeah. I hear that all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, you just have to pick one that's not too restrictive and stick with it for at least 30 days. Like, yeah. Um, what I actually recommend, because I got that question yesterday on a sales call. Um, mm-hmm uh, she, she's like, I, I use your calorie calculator and it gave me 1600. And then I use this other site and it gave me 2000. She's like, which one should I use? I'm like, I'm like, that's a great question. What I would recommend use the high one. Um, yeah. so use the 2000, do that for a few weeks consistently and then adjust it if you need to. So I'm, I'm always right. erring on the side of, um, going higher. Higher. Yeah, absolutely. Never start lower. Always go to the higher one for sure. Give you more wiggle room. Um, yeah, you have a place to go. You can't cut from nothing essentially too. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. All right. So was there any, there was three questions in that one about the three different apps or was it just an exercise? Yep, I think we, we hit every single one of them. Okay, great. great. All right. Hope that helped kickboxing Kim. Yeah. I love that name too. Right. Um, so I've got one here. Um, I'm using bands because I work out from home. What are your thoughts or advice? Thanks. Um, I think resistance bands have their place, especially for mm-hmm. those of you at home that don't have access. They're, they're affordable. They're not time sucking or not time sucking. They don't take up a lot of space. Um, so for that, um, they're admirable. And I, 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 they helped me get through the pandemic like many others. Yeah. Um, I would, I try to get my clients to invest in dumbbells or kettlebells or something yeah, instead, for sure. or even TRX bands or something. Um, resistance bands are fine. Don't get me wrong, but you're, you're not doing full range of movement, um, with resistance bands and it's not constant tension either. Cause when, yeah. you know, you stretch the band, the, the tension, the resistance is going to be higher when, when you're letting it relax, there's not as much tension. You're not working as hard, but I will recommend them if that's all you have access to do, uh, or, you know, at home, then absolutely go for it. That's, that's they have their place, like face pulls and band pull aparts and things mm. like that. But yeah, you know. I think they can only go so far in other areas, really. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, I actually, I keep abilities. They're good for mobility. Mobility work, yeah, and, and prehab mm-hmm. work, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I do, I do band pull aparts, five sets of twenty is in part of my my warm up routine every day. Yeah, um, same for shoulder health. My, uh, bench. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Act, activate mm-hmm. your, yeah, for yeah. sure. I love that. Ex- internal and external rotations too are really good if you have the band and you're, you know. You can see going like this in and out like yep. that. Yeah. Good for rotator cuff health. And that's but. really, that's stuff that people, even if they're not working out in the gym, I think everybody should probably be doing that anyway, because mm-hmm. we're sitting down all the fucking time. Yeah. Now. You know, we literally sit for tw- 10 to 12 hours a day. Most people could yeah. fair to say that. So you're slouched over, um, you know, that, and this will help you with uh, having good shoulder health. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Am I next? You are next and go ahead and pop off a couple because I don't have many questions. So, all right, let's see. Um, how to battle perimenopause. I'm 45 while strength training and being in a calorie deficit. Abram Ose 913. All right. How to battle perimenopause. So you're still strength training and in a calorie deficit. I feel like I need more context to this, but um, because there's a, there's a lot in, everyone has different perimenopause symptoms. I can only yeah. speak for myself. 
really. Um, and actually, I'm about to try to figure out if I can get on some HRT um, because I'm, I just have really horrible uh, anxiety premenstrual. I don't want to get into the whole thing, but I think it's important to really go talk to someone first and see if you can get help um, because some of the symptoms can be debilitating um, yeah. and yeah. like mood swings and just really fucked up shit. But um, you just do the best you can. I think it's really important to really eat nutrient dense foods, get your sleep. And this is for anybody really like um, try not to drink as much either. It's like pouring gasoline on your menopause symptoms. It really yeah. is um, yeah. strength training and like you're doing, you know, being in a calorie deficit. So other than that, you know, yeah, there you go. There you go. You covered that one. Treat, I mean, your, body the treat your body the best you can. Yeah. We were talking about that with Kim Schlag, right? A couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, you're, you're focusing on the same things that you would be focusing on, even if you weren't in perimenopausal, you just mm -hmm. have to really dial them in a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, like talk to someone, talk to your doctor, find someone, a woman's doctor, you know, that can, can support you. I think yep. that's important. Yeah, for sure. All right. You got another one picked out. I know you sent me your list too, so I can pick one out from random if you'd like me to. Yeah. Why don't you? Yeah, do that. Okay. Um, I, this one actually stuck out to me earlier. So she, um, Virginia Strom. Oh, she asked me a question and she asked you a question. So Virginia, okay, you're getting, cool. you're Hi, getting Virginia. questions here, Virginia. Lucky, lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> she said, you talk about basic movements for working out, push, pull, et cetera. Can you maybe elaborate on that a little? And I love that question. Yes. Um, so yeah, there's, you know, really seven fundamental human movements. We've got uh, pushing, pulling, uh, squatting, uh, okay. hinging, hinging, lunging, uh, carrying, Carry. and walking, right? Which you could argue that carrying and walking are in the same boat, but you, you know, mm -hmm. um, so that, that's it. Um, so for elaboration purposes, let's talk about a push, right? So some pushing options we have. We want to do a, a horizontal push, push so away from us. Yep, a push up. Um, and then something up over our overhead head. Press. Yeah, yeah, overhead press. Um, you can do, you don't need to use a barbell. A lot of people aren't comfortable with that, especially starting out. You can do um, dumbbells. You can literally take something at home, a rock or something and do it. Um, yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, machines are great. Um, resistance bands, like we talked about earlier, those are great as well. Um, so then we've got pulling, right? So we got yeah. uh, pull-ups. Pull-ups, chin-ups. Um, rowing, so Rose, yep. pulling things to your body um that's that's really the, the variations right there now now rowing could be um barbell rows dumbbell rows standing seated um bent over um lots of different variations seated on a cable um versus lat pull downs and you know, all this other stuff so yeah and the and, and pulling movements what's important to emphasize with the pulling movements is vary your angles that you're pulling from and your grip it's very very important to switch that up um you don't just want to pull in one range of um one plane right. every time straight back or you know find different um angles different um hand placements you know um pronate and supinate your hands um yeah. things like that so lots of different angles um lots of different grips yeah um all right uh your turn all right. Let's oh no, see. wait, shoot. We have we didn't cover all the movements, did we? Sorry. Okay, you did you did you did push and pull. So we push have hinge, pull. which would be like deadlift. Deadlift. Um 
um, squatting. Of course, we got front squats and back squats. Good mornings. Good mornings for hinging. Yeah. And then literally walking is walking. Go, go, go for a walk. Right. Um, carrying would be picking something up and walking with it. Um, Arms carries. Yeah. Twisting, um, um you know, um, anti-rotational, um, things like that. Yeah. See, those are all the basic fundamentals, fundamentals, fundamental movements. And then you, you know, you pick, there's so many exercises for each single one yeah. and that's, you know, there's no right or wrong one either. Like don't, exactly. don't stress about which one of those that we just told you about to choose, just choose one. You could literally do one from right. each of those groups and just fucking do that consistently. Do it for like four to six weeks and get uh, progressively better at it every week. Every time you do that mm -hmm. movement, I guarantee you, you will make um, strength gains. You will improve. Um, and you know, you'll see, you'll see results in four to six weeks. Yeah. That's very measurable, whether you're making progress or not. For sure. Okay. I like this one. How to deal with family making weight food choice comments regarding mm. my children. Oh, you're about right? regarding their children. I thought yeah. they were talking about themselves. No, nope. that takes it to That's... another fucking level that now you're those yeah. are fighting words. If you ask me, like seriously. So how, Ooh, how do you navigate that? You know, I, we would need to know more about their fi family dynamic, honestly, because how I would like, if, if you say something like negative about my son's appearance or anything like that, I will knock you the fuck out. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Um, um, I'm not that's afraid uncalled to for right there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and especially yeah. if you do it in front of the child. Yeah. Oh, 100. That's, that is even you worse. Better, Cause then now yeah. you're getting our kid, your kid involved in potentially impacting their self-esteem and mental health. Not a good thing. Um, um, I'm getting triggered just by, I'm, I know my I'm fight like, or fly oh. response is through the fucking roof right now, Beth. I'm like ready to like to pounce on somebody. <laughs> yes. This is from uh, Doug Asteri. So uh, honestly, like, I don't know what your situation is with that family member, but they need to have a tough conversation. Um, you, this, this is going to come from you as the parent. Boundaries. boundaries. Uh, um, you need to let them know that is not fucking okay. Um, yeah. And if you need to explain why they're really fucking stupid, um, but you can also elaborate on that too, um, about how it can be harmful to, um, you know, your kid and everything, but also that's go back to fucking elementary school. It's none of your, yeah. your, your business uh, at the end of the day. Um, yeah. but th those boundaries are very, very hard to approach and enforce. Um, mm -hmm. but you got to do what's right for your kid. Um, yeah. so we don't know whether, what that talk looks like, but at the end of the day, you need to talk with that family member. Um, yeah. and let them know that it's not okay and set that boundary, whether how you approach that, that's up to you in terms of you do it with kindness or, or how you do it, you know, right. <laughs> kindness usually prevails, but again, I don't know your family situation. So yeah. All right. Need to come down. I'm, I'm up here. I'm coming. I need to come down here. Yeah. Breathe Matt. <laughs> inhale the good shit. Exhale the bullshit. Um, all right. Calic. Calitexi, I'm a 47-year-old mom starting strength training. And should I take creatine and what kind? Ooh, good question. Yeah. I love, I love all the questions that we're getting about strength training and movement. Yes. Fucking keep those that shit coming. Like let's change mm -hmm. our, our perspective here, guys. I love it. I know. Um, but yeah, sorry. Go ahead, I, Beth. I think she should take creatine. What kind? Mm -hmm. The kind that has monohydrate in it. And yeah. uh, you know, there's a lot of different kinds out there. There is. There is, to be honest, you know, but creatine, mine, monohydrate 
you just find one and, and stick with it. Honestly, yeah. um, you could have the argument about- pill versus powder form, you know, cause mm-hmm. they do come in the capsules. Um, that's personal preference. Um, I would, I would prefer you to do it straight in the powder form. So the yeah. absorption is better. Um, like three to five grams a day, I think. Yeah. Is- yeah. If I, there's no need to have any more than five grams a day and that's something yeah. you take every day, whether you're working out or not. Uh, right. that's a great question. Um, I love that question. Yeah. Now, do we need to explain what creatine does or is that like a whole nother, I feel like that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother question, I think. Okay. But if you have questions about creatine, guys, um, reach out to one of us and we'll we'll do this with you individually. It's one of the most studied uh, substances. Yep. It is. It's like the most studied and proven to be safe and effective. Yeah. It's actually good for brain health. Um, Mm -hmm. There's a lot of good benefits actually. especially as we start aging it's even mm-hmm. more important because it can help with like best of um your cognitive abilities and and bone bone health and bone density and things like that too so yep. take your take your fucking creatine <laughs> <laughs> and eat the fucking fruit okay. and eat the fucking fruit <laughs> all right talamari 18 calorie deficit versus intuitive eating Ooh, i oh, saw I'm that one on there I'm loving these fucking questions. Yeah. Okay. This is very educational that we're going to, this one here. Um, yeah. So let's, let's hear it, Beth. Um, um, okay. So my thoughts are uh, intuitive eating is not like for weight loss. Okay. Correct. Let's not, let's get away from that. So like calorie deficit, you, you obviously that's what you need to lose fat. You need to mm-hmm. be in a calorie deficit. Um, I think you know, if you are in a calorie deficit and you're tracking calories, the main goal would be at to some point to go into intuitive eating because you have learned about portions, you've learned about protein and like all that fun stuff. So, yeah. but also intuitive eating, like that method is for people that have had a past eating disorder, want to heal mm-hmm. their relationship with food. Um, usually you have someone like a dietitian um, work yeah. with you uh, with something like that. Yeah. Um, intuitive eating is not for you if you have any type of physique or performance goals, because then you, right. then you would be manipulating your food intake to accommodate for that, which intuitive mm-hmm. eating is not about that. Um, I'm a big fan of intuitive eating um, for the right people. It's not for everybody. Like I, right. with what, what, I, what we just talked about with physique and things like that. Um, but it, it is very useful. Um, I do think it's the hottest it's another one of those trends right now and i'm probably going to piss a lot of people off with this statement but the people in a, uh, intuitive eating um that promote it to me it's they're almost diet like in the same fucking realm as diet with the way they approach it and the yeah. how how toxic they can also be um yeah. they, they like think counting calories is toxic right not inherently um right so I, that, I know that's going to be a pretty unpopular opinion, but I don't, I don't care. Um, yeah. I'm not talking shit about it. Um, I, I do right. think intuitive eating is great. Um, and like you said, we, we want to transition. Um, I call it mindful eating really. Um, right. Because, you know, since, since we have our background with tracking and, and doing th- macros and things like that, um, I, I just call it mindful. Like let's be mindful eaters really, but intuitive yeah, yeah. eating and the principles, you know, are, are fantastic. Um, even if you're not, um, looking into into doing intuitive eating i hate if you eat even if you're wanting to eat intuitively go check out their principles and and there's you know it's about eliminating food rules and giving yourself food freedom and and things like that 
So yeah, which yeah. we, you have we weight, also like talk you about have, all the fucking time. Yeah. And like you said, if you have weight loss goals, intuitive eating is not the way to start. No, no. And then, then there's also the argument that people will make with intuitive eating is like, well, people shouldn't be trying to lose weight. You know, I'm like, all right, now you're, you know, what? I'll yeah. probably really piss people off with that too. But um, it's okay to want to change your, your fucking body. business. Like, it, yeah. it depends. why you want to lose weight is what matters. If you're right. doing it for the right reasons to improve your health, um, um, longevity, you know, longevity, to be able to be able to get up and off the floor, you know, shit right. like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I see a lot of shaming com- coming from that camp. I see a lot of shaming from all camps, but um, yeah. calorie tracking everything. So it is what it is. But. Anything can be disordered if you make it that way. 100%. 100%. All right. You um, want to pick a question? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see here. I am going to take um, how to get started. Okay. So hello, Haley Brogan said how to get started in the gym. It's intimidating and so much info out there. So how do we get started in the gym? Um, I would recommend starting with a plan, having some type of a plan. It doesn't need to be a plan that you created yourself. And honestly, it doesn't need to be a good plan. The best plan is something that you can do consistently. There is no, mm-hmm. there is no best or perfect plan. Um, but what you could also do if you're, if it's intimidating and you're just trying to build up your confidence, you can just go there and, and, and go there and sit on a stationary bike, ride a bike a little bit, walk, walk on a treadmill for a little bit, do that mm-hmm. for a couple of days, look around, watch, you know, see where everything's at. So, you know, so, you know, the layout where everything's at. So you don't walk around confused and feel stupid or something, you know, um, and just work, ease into it, ease into it. Yeah. What do you think? Beth? Sure. I think the same. I think that's even what Kim Schlag said on our um, episode. It is. Um, Just going in there and getting the feel for everything. Um, And maybe, you know, even asking someone there for help to show you around to the machines, show you like what they're used for. Oh yeah. Um, I didn't think of that. (laughs) Try to get, try to get more educated on what, uh, you know, your gym offers also. And I'll also say this. um, Now this of course, isn't necessarily 100% true, but it fucking should be everybody at the gym is there to get better. And when somebody's there to improve themselves and work, like we respect that. So don't be afraid to ask questions either to yeah. just because I look like I'm an asshole at the gym. Cause I have a resting asshole face. I, I'm more than happy to help anybody that asks for help at the gym. Yeah, I'll same. never, I and I'll never offer my help um, unsolicited either. So yeah. sorry, unless you look, unless you're like act, actually about to hurt yourself or do something really wrong, then I'll jump right. in. But <laughs> yeah. Right. All right. Katie underscore Beck 93. Do you have to eat veggies with every meal? I try to eat veggies at least twice a day. No, you don't have to eat veggies with every meal. But yeah. Veggies twice to, a day no. is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think, and I, it's good to have veggies with every meal. Yes, but it's not realistic. Yeah. So that's right. why do you have to No, you're giving yourself a rule at that point. If you say, do you have to, you're saying this has to happen. And if not, I fucked up. So that goes back to us eliminating the guilt and everything around food. Right. So yeah. um, you don't have to, but generally, yeah, try to get it in a couple yeah, of meals. You could. It's One. like, if I know I'm having eggs, I'll make sure if I I'll throw in some spinach or yeah. maybe some leftover roasted veggies from the night before. And if I don't want veggies, I'll make sure I have some fruit. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I also want to say it's okay if you have a day where you don't eat any fucking veggies too. Right. That's <laughs> yeah. absolutely going to happen. That's okay too. Yeah. Um, 
just don't make it um, a habit of not having any veggies ever. So right. <laughs> carnivore, looking at you. <laughs> oh, fucking carnivore god. All right. What do we got next? Um, all right, let's see. I feel like I have all different weird screenshots everywhere. Um, okay. okay, I think I have. Okay, go ahead. You found one. Yep. Um, v u o t h i v u v o t i. Should should one track slash limit added sugar or just track protein with calories when trying to lose fat? Oh, that's um, a good question. I think that's a really good yeah. question. I, I, yeah, I've had, I've had people ask me this a lot, but just tracking like sodium or sugar and all that stuff. Um, now I, you know, unless you're diabetic or, you know, you have to watch things like that. I, I don't track sugar or have anyone do that. Like protein and calories is keep it simple. If you focus on protein, um, above anything else, you're probably going to be fine on your sugar. Um, yeah. if you want to take it a step further to track something, track fiber. You That's know. another thing I always have. Actually, I just started that like recently having my clients track fiber, 25 yeah. to 30 grams a day. And that yeah. way they're, I know they're getting their veggies in. Yeah, they're exactly. Eating more nutrient dense foods that keep them more full. And that's kind of like, you know, where you want to go and then they can fit other things in. So yeah. And hopefully everybody takes that advice. I was, I was thinking about making a post um, on TikTok, like put me out of business by, and then, you know, like do these things and there'd be no reason to hire me ever, you know, but it's all the stuff we are. It's, it's already the stuff we talk about on TikTok and, and everything. Anyway, you're, you're, that's, you're not paying for our information. You're paying for our, our expertise and time off. And handling, yeah. Right. So uh, just a stupid joke, but um, <laughs> I, I, I like in terms of sugar too, I, I'll never say set a limit for that for people unless I see like, um, you're really struggling with in other areas, but then you need to look at why they're struggling. But yeah. um, if you don't have any medical reasons, you, you know, um, I don't think it's necessary because you're focusing yeah. on those other things. That would get really uh, confusing to me if I was tracking and trying. Uh, you got to you want to eliminate the the really confusing heart stuff that's going to frustrate you because it's yeah. already going to be it's already a hard process. Yeah, and and going back to what we said about what the if you're, if you're hitting your calorie goal with the protein and fiber and everything, it's going to be very hard to, to go over on, uh, to eat too much sugar, added sugar, you know? Um, mm -hmm. and there's going to be times when you do, but like we said earlier, just, it's okay for it to happen every once in a while. Just don't make a habit of it. Yeah. All right. Got one. I've got how one. to not. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say how to not feel guilty around the holidays. Mm. Yes. Go back and listen to our Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> um, how do you talk all that? about that? Uh, um, well, that's not, this episode's not coming out for a couple of weeks. So never mind. Oh, that's um, true, huh? Carly yeah. Specter 11. Okay. Um, so how, how to not feel guilty around eating around the holidays? It's. <laughs> It starts, <laughs> ideally, we would have started having this conversation six months ago, but because it, it, it's going to be hard to just on the flip, you know, flip of a switch right. to turn that off. But um, kind of creating your healthy relationship with food, it's going to be a continual thing, like even yeah. through the holidays. So I but, think that's where that's really where it starts. Yeah. Um, um, but again, it starts with start. So start that now. Um, yeah. Um, you know, when people are hearing this, it's going to be next year. So, uh, 
just start now, I guess. Um, start, start eliminating those food rules. Um, give yourself unconditional freedom to eat your favorite foods. Um, you might overdo it at first. You might overeat at first, but that's part of the process of, of learning and listening to your body and, and understanding what it needs. Um, you, it will drop off. You won't be eating that way all the time at, like you do when you first started giving yourself that freedom. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I've got one here. Um, this was on my questions. Um, Mac G. Bree said, the motivation to be fit is just gone to the tune of 40 pounds. I desperately want that fire back. So essentially they want that. Like, I, first of all, like I'm going to be very blunt with you here. If you can't be your own fire to take charge of your health, nobody else is going to do it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to own your shit. I had this, I actually just posted this on my Instagram story last mm-hmm. night. I think Beth, you might've posted something similar just recently. Um, I said, you've got to give yourself a chance, give yourself a fucking yeah. chance to succeed. If you don't even take a chance to do anything, improve your health, get stronger, you're never going to do it. So take that first step. Um, you know, yeah. like when it comes to not feeling motivated to go to the gym, okay, go to the gym anyway, start warming up. And then if you still don't feel like go, doing it, go home. Mm-hmm. But I promise you, I, I can't promise you, but I guarantee you more times than not, you'll be like, I'm already here. I'm going to do it. Um, so this goes back to the whole lack of motivation thing. You're never going to be motivated. Yeah. You got to start taking action um, and yeah. discipline to do the fucking hard things. Yeah. It's That's literally that. action. It's literally action. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, do you want to be where you are today next year? I mean, let that be your motivation. You got to start somewhere. Are you going to sit here and keep asking questions and thinking about it and just wondering that's going to get you absolutely fucking nowhere. Correct. So you got to, you know, do something just that's the only, you know, no one is going to save you. No, you get, like you, Mel Robbins no says, I'm my sorry, favorite. but no, no one's, I'm sorry, but no no one's fucking coming. No one is fucking coming, but yourself. So you can either remain the same or choose to change. There's really, at some point you will be tired of your own bullshit. We, yeah. that's, a, that's a common theme we talk about on this podcast, but it's true. Yeah. At some point you're going to be tired of fucking lying to yourself. If that's what you're doing at some point, you're just going to be tired of being tired. And maybe and, you're just not there yet. May, yeah, exactly. Maybe you're just not there yet. Only you will know when it's there. And I mm-hmm. promise you, I hope that it, that it gets there for you. Yeah. Exactly. Tough, tough, I guess, tough love on that one. But um, yeah, sometimes that needs to be said. <laughs> exactly. All right. You got another one lined up here. Okay, let's see. Okay, this is a good one. Mm-hmm. Beothy, she asked this again or something else. Um, can one eat unhealthy foods if protein goal is reached but has lots of calories left to eat? Oh, okay. okay. There's a couple things there. Yeah. One thing I recognize, and this is what I've been noticing a lot, and even with my clients, is yep. you give them a calorie range, right? And they're they they're like, I can't eat that much. Um, I've been eating so much protein and and veggies that I'm having a hard time hitting my calories. Okay. When you have a calorie goal, that does not mean that you have to fucking hit that number every day, right? It's just a number to try to not to go over. But does that mean like, oh my God, I need to eat 1900 calories. I'm not there yet. How am I going to do it? That's not how it works. And I think a lot of people feel that they have to, it's a, there's the numbers thing. They have to hit it. Okay. So that's, I'm going to go on that. You don't have to eat that amount. And I'll, I'll take a spin on a spin off of that too. Um, they said something about healthy food. 
Um, right. We need to look at changing the way we talk about food. That's a label. Yes. Um, there's food is not healthy or unhealthy. Eating one, mm-hmm. e- eating one salad will not make you healthy. Just like eating one pizza will not make you unhealthy. So um, it's a collection of what you're doing over the course of your lifetime, collection of your habits or lack thereof. So food is food. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. You might enjoy some of it. Maybe you don't hate, you don't like some of it. There's, and some of it's more nutrient dense and you know, some of it has no nutrients whatsoever, but it tastes good as fuck and it's good for our mental health. So (laughs) that's the important thing that I want to make note of. So um, yeah, stop, stop labeling food there. Right. Yeah. So all foods can be included. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, let's see here. You got any any other ones out of these that you've seen? I do. Um, finding my Zen life. Um, how long should you be in a deficit for? Should you have a diet break at all? Ooh, I love that question too. Yeah. These are great questions. Yes. 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 Tag, you're it. Okay. Um, <laughs> you want me to take it? <laughs> oh, sure. I was. Oh. I meant punch buggy, you're it, because I think. Oh. It's the same I got you. No, uh, go ahead. It, it was your question. Oh no, you go. I want. You okay. To All right. All right. I'll do the honors. Um, so the question it. was: Is how long should you be in a calorie deficit, or should, and should yep. you have diet breaks? Right. Yep. Um, yes. Uh, the answer to the diet break question is yes. You should absolutely, absolutely take um, diet breaks. Um, how long should you be in a deficit? It's individual, but, um, you could look at it in like 12 week blocks or something like that, like 12 to 16 weeks or so. I think Beth, right now your cut that you're doing is 12 weeks, um, or something like that. Or was it only eight? It's like, uh, eight to 10, eight to 10, right in that yeah, sweet spot. Short, then. Short. Um, like you say, you want to get in and get the fuck out. So you, you yeah. can't live in a calorie deficit forever. It's not, it's not safe. It's not sustainable. Um, it's not fun that forever. So yeah, it's not possible. It, yeah. But, um, I would say about 12 to 16 weeks in a, in a 80% or so consistent calorie deficit, um, progress will be slower because of that, you know, but that's okay. We're in this for the long run. Um, that's how you get sustainable results. And then, you know, maybe a two to four week, uh, reverse pay or maintenance phase then as well. Um, yeah. On a, as a very general guideline. It is, it, you know, and I feel like sometimes it's different. Like you said, it's different for everyone. Like if you have a lot of weight to lose and you're yeah. in a moderate calorie deficit, you could probably go a little longer. Right. Um, but if you are, you know, don't have a lot of weight to lose and you're kind of close to your goal, you, you don't want to go that long and you, you want to, you know, give yourself yeah. a little break. And the diet break almost, I mean, if you've done your calorie deficit, right and slow and controlled, the diet break isn't as important because you haven't done that crash diet where you didn't lose mm-hmm. a lot of weight right away. And you didn't take a big hit on your metabolism. Right. So right. Still. Um, but not that huge. Not as severe. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, Virginia Strom. I'm going to answer this because she said question for Beth. I think you said a, you had a Facebook group, but wasn't sure if it was for me or just for coaching. Um, Virginia, I have a um, group coaching Facebook group um, that runs every three months. Um, my next round starts the second week of February and it's a closed group and it is um, a paid group. Okay. Um, and information for that gets sent, will get sent out through email. So if you're on my email list. Um, no, that's like an actual full on group coaching, right? So yeah, it's group coaching. Like, I do like Zoom group. coaching calls every Monday. Um, it's very involved and I cap the group to 50 so I can keep it small. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
And those, those but groups I, usually fill up for you too, don't they? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. And I, I'll, I'll throw my two cents in there. I, I don't have anything like Beth has with the group coaching, but I do have, you a, have a Facebook, Facebook group, group, right? Yep. Free Facebook group. Um, I'm not, I don't do what Beth does with like the calls and stuff because it's, it's a free thing, but I do try to do stuff like that every once in a while, but I've got a free, I've got a free workout plan in there. And some I post some nutrition and mindset stuff in there occasionally too. So nice. um, check What's that out. What's the name of it? Oh yeah. Great question. It's uh, the fit fat training team. Um, All right. We've got, we're 4,000 members strong in that, in that group, which is amazing. Um, all my coaches are in that group too. So um, come get to know us, come hang out. Nice. Yes. Yes. Um, I we've almost gotten all the questions done gone through, I think. Um, let's see here. Do, 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 do. How to handle anxiety. I don't want to cover that one just because that's yeah. outside of our scope of practice. Yeah. And then um, um the weight loss after gallbladder removed. I hear it's hard to lose weight. Yeah, that's more medical. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. I mean you, first of all, we need to, you need to make sure that you're medically cleared to do so. And then your whoever you hire should, should work with your doctor or whoever on that. Mm -hmm. um, okay. I got one here. Tranquilite underscore peace said, I am at my ideal weight, 140 pounds. I gained muscles, but I can't see them. I don't want to lose weight. Uh, you don't need to lose weight. Um, if you don't want to lose weight, then don't, right. um, now what you can do is if you continue eating at around eight uh, maintenance level calories, you can still continue building muscle at a more ideal rate, and your body could go through what's known as a body recomposition. Mm -hmm. You'd still potentially lose some fats while building muscle and just changing the way your body looks. Um, and if you're really not worried, um, I don't like the ideal weight thing because I don't like using ideal weight and goal weight and things like that, but yeah, um, that's my take on it. What about you? Yeah. I feel the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If she already doesn't want to lose weight then, um, but I would just keep pushing the weights in the gym, get that protein in. And I mean, it's, it's going to take a while. Like, yeah. Keep going. Yeah. You have a question. I, th I see another one that we haven't gotten to yet. We got a couple of them actually. Let's see. So I've, I see, you want me to take one? Sure. Um, why does PP fat seem like it takes longer to burn off? I'm assuming that's postpartum, right? Okay. Yep. So, sorry, anybody. You're like, what? <laughs> why does postpartum like, fat seem fat. like it takes longer to burn off? <laughs> um, this isn't really my expertise. I don't know. Like, I don't work with postpartum women, but um, my assumption here is because your hormones are still um, crazy. Um, also, like if you're postpartum, first of all, you work with your doctor and make sure you should even be trying to lose weight. I want to put that disclaimer out there because um, that can be very taxing on your body, especially if you're if you're um, milk, you know, breastfeeding. So um, mm -hmm definitely consult with your doctor about that one. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Multi, multimedia, mm -hmm. multi-dimension, but multi-dimensional J, sorry. Tongue twister. <laughs> oh my God. He's going to be on our podcast. He is. Uh, yes. Um, In a couple of weeks, I think. Yep. 
So your best tips when managing nutrition, when you stress eat over a toxic job. Ooh, stress eating. Mm. Great question. Great question. Um, whew, that was, that would be really like changing your habits, um, around, um, stress, uh, really. Yeah. You, uh, coming yeah. up with things that make you joy or give you joy. I should say, uh, outlets outlets for managing your stress other than food is what you need yeah um it can be breathing techniques it can be meditation it can be journaling um we journal with a lot of our clients walking great way yeah if if you have in that moment you can um but also breathe don't forget to breathe don't don't underestimate the power of breath work um you can do a lot to um, help with that fight or flight response. Like earlier on this podcast, when my fight or flight was starting to get triggered, when we were talking about that subject, um, I told myself (laughs) to breathe. And I literally, I don't know if you heard or not, but I actually didn't inhale and exhale big one. And that's, that helps you control that that Mm -hmm. stress. Yeah. What is it? You breathe in, you hold for 10 seconds and then breathe out for 10 seconds. And yeah, that's a good one to do. Um, repeat. It really yeah. helps breathe in and then exhale through your mouth. And what I like mm-hmm. to do is breathe in and I'll hold it in for like a second or two and then breathe out as hard as I can. Mm-hmm. That's one way that yep. I do it. Yep. Good question. Multi-dimensional. Yeah, <laughs> I even said that right again. <laughs> um, I think that's kind of it. It's kind of it. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm just looking. Oh, I, there is one in here that could be, I don't know. Um, having a hard time with my spouse. He wants nothing to do with gym or healthy eating his prerogative. That question got kind of cut off and I don't want to put anybody's name on there because of the sensitive nature of that subject, but, um, I I guess I don't, I I didn't see what the rest of that question was. It cut off. Oh, let me, let me see if I can find it. What was, can you read that again? It was the, uh, having a hard time with my spouse. He wants nothing mm-hmm. to do with gym or healthy eating his prerogative. And then it looks like it got cut off. So, okay. So, um, let me see if it's still in my feed. Sometimes it is. Cause that can be, a um, big, that can be a big rift in relationships is yes, when, when one um, person's trying to get healthy and, and, and go to the gym and the other has no interest in it. For some people that be, that can be a huge issue for some people. Yeah, for sure. I think um, it's important to note that it's okay that his goals are different than yours. Yeah. First, like yeah. my husband does not work out. He has a moving company, so he's lifting heavy shit all the time. Um, and I, you know, we both like to do different stuff activity wise, but we have, we communicate. So I think also communication is huge. Yeah. Communication is huge. Yeah. And being open and non-judgmental. Yeah. Have that conversation and ask him just to support you. He doesn't have to do what you're doing. And I, I, I maybe don't know if you expect him to do that. Um, but don't have that expectation either. Yeah. And if like, like if they can't, if you can't support each other, there's a problem there. Um, but also like, don't you don't try to push your way of doing like your new healthy lifestyle on him either. Um, just like you want to want him to push, um, unhealthy habits on you. Um, granted, yes, they're healthy habits, but you can't force somebody to do something they don't want to do. So they're going to have to come to that conclusion on their own. 
um you can talk okay. like you can talk like what you can do is maybe when you get back from the gym you can just say oh my god that workout was so amazing i feel so good i'm so happy i went my mood is so good and you can just talk about how you actually feel after you work out and things like that not to gloat mm-hmm. not to boast about it but just to show how it's impacting you and maybe that yeah. starts to get him thinking and, and thinking about his own choices that's yep i don't know i'm not a relationship expert though i'm single for a reason so all right i think i think that might be all of them i think that might be all of them yeah there's one about yeah there's a couple that aren't really like a couple of them i didn't really yeah the sad face Um, something (laughs) about magnesium and pooping yeah i don't know much about that that's yeah that's yeah that would be, I would consult with a registered dietitian or a doctor that specializes in something like that. Yep. And someone asked me about first form reds and greens, I think. And I think that's something like, like, honestly, like, are you getting enough? I think it's important to get enough fruits and veggies. Like, what is that? What does your diet look like before you're looking at a supplement? Like yes. supplements are that they're just supplements. So is how, you know, is it, do you not like the taste of veggies and fruits? Um, is it that kind of thing? Cause some people yeah. really have like a texture thing where they can't like, there's all different things. So yeah, um, maybe, maybe you could DM me and I could talk to you more about that. But um, mm-hmm. I really think it's, it's important to ask like, what does your diet look like in the first place before you supplement? Always. Yeah. You, yeah. Supplements are there to literally do that guys. Supplements, mm-hmm. supplement right. things we're missing could be good and you may be something you need and it maybe it's something that you don't need, but. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't give specific um, supplement suggestions, even to my own clients, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give, you know, protein, pro, protein supplementation um, so, uh, suggestions and creatine, of course, but like nothing other than yeah. that. Cause I don't personally take any supplements. Um, I just feel like for me that it's not something I'm comfortable doing. So um, I do have a registered dietitian on my team though, where it's, she could yeah. do that if she wants to. So, all right. Uh, that is all of our questions. I think for today. Yes. Christmas. That's in awesome. Great days. questions. Yeah. Great questions. Um, yeah. What is it? The 22nd. Yeah. We have like freezing rain right now. So there, we can't drive oh, anywhere. Gross. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. It hasn't uh-huh. snowed or anything here yet in Ohio. It's pretty crazy. It's oh, been wow. very, very mild, very mild. Yeah. All right. Well, Beth, that was a good episode. That was awesome. Hopefully you guys loved it as well. Um, Yeah. If this goes well, we'll try to do more of these. I like these questions. For sure. For sure. A lot of them weren't weight loss related, which I'm actually really fucking happy about that. Cause so happy about that. At at, at this point, I'm just tired of talking about it because there's so much more to life than weight loss guys. We got to focus on our habits rather yes. than weight loss focus on your health like that's so much more important that's going to get you way farther than trying yeah. to figure out a fucking number on the scale i mean focus on being strong i'd rather talk to you about being yeah, strong 10 times out of know? 10 rather than how to, you know calorie deficit honestly right um yeah. but and if you also start focusing on being strong um and improving your daily habits your body will change to reflect that yeah that kind of falls into place i promise you i promise mm-hmm. you get yes. stronger and move more, go on more daily walks and don't eat like an asshole all the time, you know? <laughs> right. All right. Don't do daily eat like an asshole. 
Yeah, maybe once or twice a week or something. I don't know. <laughs> I need All to, right. I haven't eaten like an asshole lately. Not, not since last week. I've been pretty spot on with my nutrition lately. Yeah, same. Yeah, I've been, same. I've, because I've been pushing myself so hard in the gym. I've been seeing some insane strength gains in the gym. Nice, um, that's and, awesome. And it's because of my, my nutrition's a little bit more dialed in right now. It makes it really like, it makes a difference. And my sleep, I can't, like the, my nutrition and my sleep, it's always been mm -hmm. one or the other for me, especially when I'm traveling. It's neither yeah. actually, <laughs> but, and you were traveling for a little bit there for a while. I had a heavy six month period where I was traveling a lot. So, yeah. 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 So that makes sense why I'm seeing the performance improvements that I am now and non-consequently, actually consequently, um, I'm actually my body composition is changing too the last couple of months because of that. So, yeah, I noticed in your photo, I was like, damn, yeah. Like your upper, your upper body. Yeah, for sure. My, my shoulders are getting pretty broad actually. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Well, thank you. <laughs> you too. Also your, your, yeah. your cut is coming along really well too, right? You want to give a quick I update think so, on that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's going, it's going, mm -hmm. I know I'm losing inches for sure, but yeah. the scale, like I said, like, it's so funny. My scale went up like two pounds. I'm basically back where I started on the scale. Right. Yeah. And, um, I saw that I more. Like, oh my God, I'm going to fucking, fucking quit. <laughs> and then I started getting all these messages like, Oh my God, that would make me so mad. Da, 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 da. And I was like, why? I go, did you read my next slide? I go, it's yeah. no big deal. I'm like, I didn't gain yeah. fucking two pounds of fat overnight. There's, it just doesn't work like that. You guys have to let go of that looking for that always that like golden number yeah is it going to be tonight like look at it and be like oh yeah no big deal there it is. i know i know i'm doing everything right yeah i know i'm slightly fucking hungry every single day so it's like you you're pretty you're that's one way of knowing you're probably in a calorie deficit yeah oh for sure yeah and so it's like i'm we'll do, measuring things i'm i'm we'll do a full episode let's do a full episode on that subject because maybe then yeah. we can really help change people's mind about that. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can bring somebody in to talk to us about that too, um, just to get a third yeah. perspective on it. So I'll be taking um, monthly photos in like five days. So nice. I took like two week uh, measurements and mm -hmm. they all went down. So it's boom, you know, yeah. it's working, you know, it's fucking working. Yeah. It's like, this is not my first rodeo. Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, Beth, this was, this was fun. All right, Matt. Yeah. And that is a wrap for this episode of Cut the Crap with Beth and Matt. Did we help you cut through the bullshit? We want to know. Send us a DM on Instagram and share your thoughts. We'd love to hear them. And if you did find this one helpful, why not share this episode with a friend? I know I personally love it when a friend shares their favorite podcast with me along with a text saying, Oh my God, you have got to check out this podcast. You'll love it. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss future.